All right. Hey guys, it's me, your girl, Solia. Um, welcome back to my podcast, Soul Talks. I know, pretty crazy. Uh, we're finally on episode two. I know, good for me. That's, you know, great thing. Um, today, we're going to be talking about college because I'll be going to college soon. So, you know, we need perspectives from other people. We're already in college. And that's why we have Toby. Say hi, Toby. Hi, Toby. Perfect. See, this is why we're friends. Okay. Um, how, how do you want to go with this? You want questions first or you want commentary first? Honestly, I thought that you were going to have a much more organized, <laughs> professional, and polished no. intro. But uh -uh. clearly, you don't. So don't. I'm not no. going to help you, despite being a guy that has two radio shows. And I'm just going to tell you that you have to figure it out for yourself. Because you know what? That's something you have to do in college. So this is your first lesson. Wow. You are so mean to me. It's crazy. The sorry world that, is mean. Sorry that, my podcast, sorry that my podcast is more relaxed and chill. And that I just put myself out there instead of putting a face on for people. So let's let's get into it. Okay. Um I'm gonna ask you your first question since I have eleven okay. questions for you. And you better answer them. That's why did it why did it have to so, be eleven? Why couldn't it be ten or twelve? Because it's eleven and you're just gonna have to deal with okay, that. Okay. So Okay. okay first ahead. question. When did you start actually thinking about college? I probably started thinking about college to some degree in like middle school, honestly, just because my parents were very forthcoming about how they wanted me to go to a good school and they wanted me to consider my career. And also because, you know, New York City public schools, pretty much every high school has some sort of arts or career component. So you don't have to do that and then follow through with that into college, but it is definitely something that you're supposed to consider, especially if you go to a school like Beacon, where I went, where arts are a huge deal. And there are people that like are in the music program and then end up becoming famous musicians. Like that is legitimately a thing. If you've ever heard of Laundry Day or Quarters for Change, they went to Beacon, started in the music program there, and it's so intense that they followed through with it. But I think that I really seriously started thinking about college around midway through my sophomore year of high school. Um, because my parents wanted to start going on college tours the summer between sophomore and junior year. And because that was when my high school started focusing on it. So I think realistically, if you're not in a place where career becomes a big deal at the beginning of high school, sometime around the middle to end of sophomore year is a good time to at least start thinking of the basics, even if that's just, yes, I want to go to college. No, I don't. I want to go to college in the U.S. or I want to study abroad. I feel like that's a, that's at least where you should start. Okay. Good answer. Next question. Um, when thinking about where you wanted to go, how did you decide on your best fits? Like when exploring colleges? I, yeah, I left a lot of the initial picks up to my parents also and also because I'm a mama's boy, I didn't want to go farther. My, my rule was I don't want to go farther than the Mississippi. 
because I wanted to be able to, if not like get on a bus or a train or catch a ride back to my parents, I always wanted to be able to like make it happen easily, you know, throw a bag together if I needed to go home urgently for one night and just make that work. So I kind of set that arbitrary limit, although I did seriously consider going to school in the UK, which kind of broke that rule very significantly. But, you know, I just generally thought about that was like my first thing. And then the second thing is like, okay, I'm a city kid. So realistically, it's going to be a school in a big city or like near a big city. So there was that. And then I also just kind of ruled out New York pretty easily because I love New York, but um I couldn't stand to be closer to you. No, I just uh, I just wanted to experience something new. And I think that's what college is all about. Okay. Question three. <laughs> <laughs> Did you already know what you wanted to major in? Yes. You did? Do you want me to you elaborate? Wanna... Yeah, do you want to explain? Like, <laughs> can, you, can you explain that? Yeah. So basically, I was born on August 22nd, 2003, and fast forward a little bit, and uh, I was really interested in film starting in middle school, and I took film classes all four years of high school, and, you know, I thought that at the very least, I wanted to go into college with a major, because, you know, most colleges, you don't have to settle on a major until the end of your sophomore year, but I thought, well, I'm really interested in film. Uh, that's something I want to do as a career so I can start taking those courses freshman, sophomore year of college. And then if at that point I decide, you know what, this isn't a good career, I can still switch. But if I stick with it, my schedule is a lot less stressful going into the future and I still have time to explore whatever I want to, basically. Okay. Follow-up question that I didn't write down. Why are oh you my so God. Oh my God. Why are you so fascinated with film? something about seeing the creation of a piece of art through from beginning to end in film is so different than writing a song or painting or drawing something, at least to me, you know, it's just something about how you start with this idea and then you have to do so much work. You know, low-budget films are like $5 million in Hollywood at a minimum. And the way that you have to live and breathe it because you are on a physical set where you are creating this piece of your imagination, um, it just feels different than if you have an idea for a painting and you create that or a song and you record that. For me, at least, it's so much more immersive um, and then also coming from someone that's just always had a very good ability to picture things. Um, it's just always been something where I've been picturing stories and, you know, I'll see something and I'll say, oh my God, that's such a good, you know, Hollywood moment. Frame that up, pan out right now. And you have the beginning of a, a really great short film. So I think it's just always been something that I've kind of been interested in and, and just the way that my brain works. Um, and, and yeah, it's just, it's so cool to see that that start from beginning to end. That was very descriptive. Wow, I did not expect that. Thank you. That was that was great. Thank you. I do a lot of interviews. If you can't tell, I'm basically famous. Okay. On that note, 
here's question four. Um, now going into your sophomore year of college, do you have regrets from freshman year? Yes, um, <laughs> definitely. I I know why you're laughing, <laughs> but it's not what you think. I did not purposely put that question just so I could hear you say yes. I knew you were going to say yes. <laughs> I, here, okay. I, I don't know if you're going to keep this in the final recording, but I do not I regret it. continuing. I it. Okay. <laughs> I do not, here, I do not regret continuing relationships from home um, going into college. I think that's actually a really great way to make the transition easier. And so I'm honestly really glad that I continued a pretty strong sense of home. I do regret, though, not being involved more. My entire first semester, I did my classes, which were easy, and I didn't do enough research. And that's definitely a big thing is do research on all your classes, even if you know that they're required. Find a good professor, find a good section, all that. But I had my classes, and I was on the radio station, and that was it. So my free time was abundant, and I had nothing to do with it. I did not decide to get involved with the TV station. I went to the board games club once and decided it wasn't a good fit and decided just not to try again. I just didn't have a really good way of making friends. So I had so much time my first semester that it made me want to transfer schools because I felt like I had gotten lost in the machine. And you're going to feel that no matter what, when you go to a big school like I do, but any school you go to, you're going to feel a little bit lost. Because there's just no physical way for an administration to keep track of every single student. And it just feels like that more when you're in elementary, middle, and high school because you have teachers that are able to keep more of a tab on you. But professors just don't have that same mindset. So it's, it's you're going to feel lost, but you feel less lost if you feel like you found your space. And I definitely think that I was able to do that in my second semester. And I hope that going into my sophomore year, I've done a better job of picking my courses. I've done more research. And I also have a ton of things that I'm involved in. So even if I don't love one of my classes, even if I end up getting really depressed again, whatever, I always have a space that I can go to that will be comforting. And I think that's what you have to find because you are away from home. So you need to find ways to make college feel like home. Wow. I am so not prepared. Okay. Yeah, I'm so not prepared for college. Anyways, um, looking back on your senior year of high school, is there anything you, you, you wish you would have done differently in your senior year of high school? Yeah, I wish I, I <laughs> wish I wasn't living in the middle of a pandemic. Um, I wish that I had... I just wish that, I mean, all throughout my high school experience, I wish I had done more. I loved my high school. I know a lot of people hate high school. They regret it. They feel like it was the worst time of their life. That was middle school for me. Middle school was the worst period of my life, end all be all, thus far, I guess. Um, you know, that's maybe I just jinxed it. But, you know, I think in general, in just in my senior year of high school, despite the pandemic being difficult for me to be really involved, I just regret not doing more. I regret not building stronger connections because 
This is actually something my brother told me, which was really depressing. But at my graduation, I met up with my brother after the ceremony and he was giving me hugs and everything. And he was like, now go talk to all these people because you're never going to see 99% of them ever again. And that's really harsh and kind of dark. And I don't think he was 100% right, but it did make me think, man, if only I had done more in my high school and just built stronger connections with people, it wouldn't be weird for me to text somebody that was in my pre-calc class or whatever and ask if they want to hang out. Because, like, we, we were classmates. We were hanging out with each other for weeks and weeks and weeks, sitting in class and working on projects and talking. But because I didn't build that outside connection and that really strong connection, I, I just I felt like I wasn't as tied down to home. So, you know. But also, yeah, uh, maybe don't be as much of a downer as my brother. I'd never expect your brother to say something like that. I wouldn't. He seems like such oh, it's a positive guy. Like... I wouldn't. Oh, I wouldn't that's the most him thing. He's that. positive, but he's he's positive, but he's such a realist. <laughs> I'll I'll say that's true. How about that? Um, okay. Most important question. You ready? This is the most important. Oh God. No, no I'm be nervous. Prepared. You better be prepared. Okay. How have the academic parts of college been for you? Uh, <laughs> you're talking to a film major. You do know that, right? I, I know that, but see, I'm going to go into psychology one day and I still have to do academic things. Well, psychology is much more academic than film. I'll have okay, you know. But film is too. So. Okay. Yada, I will yada, say yada. academics. <laughs> Academics for me, I was not very challenged at all either semester. Not to brag or anything, but I have a 3.87 GPA right now. Got straight A's last semester. But, you know, it's because I wasn't challenged. It's because, yes, there were required courses that you have to take. You have to take 100-level classes. But, yeah, also there were just so many easy things for me to do. Also, again, coming out of the pandemic, it was just in that mindset of, like, I can just skim the reading 10 minutes before class starts and I'll be fine which you did know you, don't get did you really that. just a bad did thing. you really I did that so much I did that so much I mean I'm make sure my urban anthropology teachers. class my urban anthropology class regularly had like 50 page readings that we would never get tested on it was just all about discussion in class so sorry professor parla but you made it kind of easy but also, it's just like, yeah, you know, you should take classes that are challenging. You have to take your required classes. But I do wish that I had just gone for it and been like, you know what? I'm going to take a 300 level class this semester. I don't care that I'm a freshman. I'm going to go for 300 level, maybe 400 level, because it sounds interesting. It's going to challenge me. And you know what? I'm doing that. I'm not taking any 400 level classes um, this coming semester, but I'm taking two 300 level classes that are a little bit out of my comfort zone. And I think that'll help a lot. What classes are you taking? Do you really want me to go through a full rundown of my classes? I just, I just want to know like a little snippet about your classes. I'm very interested okay. in what you're taking and what you're okay. going to fail in. <laughs> 
I'm not gonna fail. I have never failed a class well, in my life. I have never gotten below a we'll B fi- in a we'll class. We'll find that in out. Life. We'll find that out. I'll let my listeners know. You know, if you failed, okay. I will. <laughs> I'm taking five classes next semester. I decided to overload. First mistake, but I'm doing is, it. Is that is that healthy? I want to know if that's healthy. Is that healthy to take five classes? Well. Technically, you can, and I know somebody that took six classes last semester as a okay, freshman, which is crazy, a lot. But I think I can do it. So I, I'm taking two film classes. One is a required class called Understanding Film. The sense that I get is that it's just kind of sitting in class and being like, "This is a classic film with, you know, beautiful rule of thirds composition. Look at how the 180 degree rule is almost broken, but not quite. Short, you know, all that." film nerdy stuff that I love but also hate to admit that I love. So that's fine. FT250. Um, I'm taking another film class called Production One that is just about making films. It, it's literally the course description is just learn how to make films. Um, that one I'm kind of worried about because they did say in the syllabus that I just got today uh, that we should prepare for four to five hours of work outside class every week going up to 15 hours for the two final projects. So that is a lot. It's going to be a lot. That is, yeah. a, you're going to have a lot of fun with that. I hope you sleep. Yeah, I will. I will. I will. <laughs> I'm good at getting work done very fast and not cutting corners. I just am efficient like that. Um, not I'm also taking Hebrew. Whoa, that is a, <laughs> Surprise! Okay, you're taking Hebrew. I have just despite being a film major, I do have to take a language. I have to take two semesters of language. I could test out of it with my Spanish skills, but I wanted to either learn um, American Sign Language or Hebrew, and Hebrew worked better with my schedule. So uh, it's what I'm doing. I'm going to take well, two semesters of Hebrew. Now you can talk shit to your parents in front of me. Actually, exactly. that's not true because I know a lot of Hebrew, but I can talk shit with fun. you about your listeners. No, they're great. I love them. Okay. Well, you know, uh, yeah. so I'm taking that. <laughs> I'm also an urban studies minor. So I'm taking uh, a class in the urban studies major called food and culture and society. Uh, that one has a professor. I think it's going to be fun. Uh, it is taught by a professor named Eric Michael Kelly, who signs all his emails with lowercase e dot m dot k dot and has 2.5 out of 5 on Rate My Professors, so I'm worried, but... Mm. You can rate your professors? Um, yeah, Rate My Professors. When you're looking up classes, you go to ratemyprofessors.com. Um, people will rate their professors, and it's really transparent because you have to submit your final grade for that course in your rating. So if you give a really negative rating, but you also failed the class, you can take it with a grain of salt. Um, pretty much every professor has a page like that, and so you can just look at what people, honest, actual students say about it, which is really cool. Um, and then I'm, okay. I'm also taking this uh, class that's very outside of anything that I've ever taken before. It's uh, called Global Environmental Public Health, and it's all about how climate change is affecting the health of everyday people. 
um, in, you know, both significant and insignificant ways. Look at you being smart. Okay, creative mind. Wow. We all knew I was already smart. I'm sure that your listeners took one look at my face and said, yeah, he's smart. You know, if if they're watching the video version, of course. Okay, well, if they did, I didn't. I'm kidding. Anyways, <laughs> do you talk, speak, speaking about professors here, do you feel like you get enough support from your professors? I think it depends a lot on the professor. It's just, it really, you know, sometimes there are professors that are teaching 10 sections of a class that each have 100 students, and it's just not possible. And so you have to go through a TA or a discussion facilitator. But I think for the most part, um, yeah, professors, you know, a good majority of the ones that I've personally had experience with do a pretty good job at just trying to make themselves accessible. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I feel like it's good. And, you know, you'll always get a syllabus that says something like, we will not accept any late work no excuses, you fail if this happens, if that happens. But they just say that because they don't want people coming in with all sorts of excuses. If you really have a reason that you just couldn't do something, most professors are going to understand, at least, again, in my somewhat limited experience. Okay. Um, question eight. I guess this would be question nine if we counted the non-question question. But, um, the bonus question. You... Yeah, yeah, the bonus question. Um, what has college life been for you besides the academics, and has it been exciting? Uh, let's see. College life has been... Well, I've been depressed and anxious and stressed and sad and lonely and regretful. But that's not necessarily a reflection of my college. That's just a reflection <laughs> of my constantly fluctuating mental health. Uh, hey, look, I use the word mental health for the first time on this mental health podcast this far into the episode. Maybe and you are. Uh, and you are 19. You are 19. Let me just say the teen part. It is yeah. teen mental health. Yes. Yeah. Um. But I think outside of academics, yeah, college life has just been definitely enjoyable. Again, you know, you got you to find your niche. You got to find the people that interest you, the activities that interest you, all that kind of stuff. It took me a while to do that. But, um, you know, I, I think that this whole summer I've been living on my own. And I thought I was going to be able to do it really easily because in college you're like, yeah, I'm on my own. I have my own place to live. I have to go, you know, feed myself and just all that stuff that you have to be mindful of. But in college, you do have your hand held a little bit. You have a dorm room where you don't have to pay, you know, you don't have to work for to pay for that. If you're, you know, in a similar situation as I am, you have loans and you have your parents helping to pay. And, you know, your, your college is going to guarantee a roof over your head. Your college is also going to guarantee that you get fed because you go to the dining hall and you don't have to cook. You just have food available. And if you do decide to cook, you have all these facilities where you don't have to pay for gas and you don't have to pay for that. This whole summer, me living on my own has been so much more difficult because I have to actually, you know, I actually had to budget. I actually had to cook food for myself. I actually had to get myself places and determine where I was going to live. And, you know, college is, it's like the, you know, young version of living in a, an assisted living home because they put on all these events 
for you and give you all these amazing things to help you. And so I think my college experience so far is like all the best parts of being independent without all the worrying responsibilities of having to feed yourself and keep a roof over your head. And I think that's kind of great. That's definitely one way to put it. I've never heard anyone say that. That is very interesting. <laughs> Please uh, put it put it in like a cursive font. College yeah. is just a young assisted living home. Yeah, Toby Pannone. You can like put that on like a wood frame backing and sell it at home goods. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll think about it if I ever need to. Maybe I'll just like put it on something, walk into Home Goods, place it up on their wall, put a little price tag, and just walk out of there. See I think this, nobody would notice. No. Yeah, no, nobody it's, would it's notice. Home somebody goods. would definitely buy it. I actually love Home yeah. Goods. Talking about Home Goods. Home Goods is great. Uh-huh. I love Home Goods. They literally have everything. They have everything that you need. It's like... Everything the more, cheesy, but sure. It's, it's the more intense version of Target. And you know I oh, love God. Target. I love Target. Um, yeah, I do. Okay. Where do you see yourself after Literally graduating? every time that I go into Target, I feel like... Literally every time I go into Target, I feel like I just hear, like, over my shoulder, just, Oh my God, it's Target! <laughs> I love so, Target. You know. I love Target. Oh my God, Target's so much fun. Literally, I'll go to Target any day. You bring me to Target, we're automatically best friends. I don't care. You... Bring me a target, okay? Anyways, um, since you interrupted my question with target, I'm going to say it again for you. Rude. Where do you see yourself after graduating? Why you got to ask me that? I'm just going into sophomore year. Yeah, but, like, you should think about it. Think ahead of time. Think where you want to be in life. I mean, I already have, so, like, maybe that's my problem, but... Do, do you see yourself anywhere? Um, <laughs> I was about to make a very dark joke, um, but don't I don't know. Do that here. <laughs> I think I think that I just see myself really just trying to find my footing. I don't know. I, I, I was friends with a senior last year, and she just graduated. And this whole summer, she's just been living with her boyfriend in Wisconsin. And I don't know what they've really been doing. They just, like, adopted a dog and a cat. And I don't know. They've just been, like, trying to figure out what they're doing. And I don't know if I want to be that, <laughs> like, couch potato-y after I graduate. <laughs> but I do feel like I kind of see myself doing something similar of just, like, you know, finding an apartment in Boston where I go to school or in New York or somewhere in that area and just trying to figure it out, you know, finding some sort of film, internship, job, seeing how the industry works. I mean, I, I honestly think after college, it's going to depend a lot. Literally, where I what happens after I graduate is going to depend on, like, the couple of months between my graduation and when I really have to enter the workforce to you know, financially sustain myself. Okay, so no so, couch you know. potato. Got it. Got it. I'll make sure I'll make yeah, sure I, if I don't if I don't <laughs> if I don't get outside before noon, I literally feel like I've lost the entire day and I feel disgusting and I wanna cry. So yeah. Yeah, I definitely know that. 
I know that very well. Doesn't help. Um, hey, at least admit that that at least admit that that quality that I have got you to do some pretty fun things. It did. It did. We had we had a we had a great what's the word for it? A great spree. Is that even a word? Yes, it is. Um, fling. <laughs> we but it wasn't a fling though. Yeah. It was a it was a great spree. That's the word for it. I'm gonna call it a spree. Okay. All right. Okay. Cool. Great. <laughs> um, what are some What are some tips and tricks that you have for high school seniors right now, going through the college process, or at least starting the college process? Well, first of all, I would say, if you just finished your junior year, start working on college applications yesterday. Because you will start filling out the common app for a school and you will think, oh my God, there's like 10 questions. And then you click yes on, you know, whatever. I don't know. Uh, do you have a major in mind? And all of a sudden you have 30 new things to fill out, including a minimum 200 word essay that's going to determine if you get into the honors college. Like, it sucks that it's so much work, but that's why you got to be prepared. So my best tip start working on it early and be organized. Uh, one of the best things that I did is I had a wall of post-it notes of all of the individual things that I had to get done for each school. That might not be the way that it works for you, but just knowing in your mind, okay, I'm interested in university A and I have to write three things and fill out this questionnaire and submit my SAT score. Knowing that you have to do that for university A and for university B, you have to do two different essays, but you can reuse one and all that. Just keeping that somewhere that is not just in your mind or just on the common app is very important. You know what's actually really funny? What's I just funny? recently I recently cleared off my wall that's right here because I'm stealing your posted idea. I really liked it. I thought it was very organized. It's not in front of and my desk. But but I did clear space on my wall for it, and I have a pretty big I have a pretty big wall, so you know it's going to be very helpful. I'm still yeah, and you know, it. and it works. It works really well. It, yeah. it really does work well. Yeah, I sadly have not started um, my college applications yet, so you know, I'll start. I that highly recommend. I highly <laughs> recommend that you start working on it because yeah, it's a lot. You know, yeah, and it, the deadlines concerned. come faster than you think. Yeah, when I was. Doing the deadline, this is actually so embarrassing, and I can't believe I'm saying this on my podcast. But when I was doing my deadline for Riley's Way, which is why I have my podcast, um, my mom and I sat down at, like, I want to say maybe 1030 to start it, and we had to hand it in by 1159. And it was um, a really big issue. And, yeah, it was... It was not great. I wish that I yeah, started that. That's earlier. what you don't want to do. That's yeah, what you don't want to do. Yeah. But the don't be like Solia. Really be like me. Yeah, don't don't be like me, guys. Okay? Be like Toby. Because I wow, I just said that. Um <laughs> yeah. D don't be like me, be like Toby. Get shit done. Be organized. Do it now. Damn. Pause this podcast and do it now. Don't yeah, even pause it now. To and and then finish then finish the podcast. I it'll be Honestly, so beneficial. Honestly, doing your do your work 
do your work and then finish this podcast. Finishing the podcast can be your reward. Yeah. If, if we even consider this podcast a reward. It's only a reward because I'm here. Qu question 11. <laughs> question 11. Here we go. There'll probably be more questions. You wait and see. Um, how have you been managing getting work done and being yourself and having fun and doing your regular daily life things that you do? Well, you're not going to believe it, but I've been using post-it notes. Wow, I really need Post-it to sponsor me. <laughs> I need, I need yeah, so what I did... <laughs> so what I did, because I would have all of my work in so many different places, is I would take a Post-it note for each class, and I happened to have, like, a shelf above my desk. That's I just remember the desk how you did that this. Boston University has. I would at the beginning of each week, or just like rolling, you know, every day I would sit down and I would say, okay, what work do I need to get done by, you know, a week from now, two weeks from now, whatever. I would write it down on a post-it note, the due date, the day of the week, and what the assignment was, and put it up. Like, if you've ever seen like a, um, like a, a line at a, a, in a kitchen at a restaurant where they have like the tickets moving down, they're moving them down in chronological order. That's what I did. I would have each of the things I had to get done soonest on the left side, you know, farthest away on the right side. And I would just work down the line um, and keep track of that. Alternatively, or also, you know, what I use like as well, just Google Calendar, honestly, putting all my appointments in that, all the biggest due dates in that. Um, that's really great just because whenever I am sitting down to like schedule a meeting with somebody or whatever, cause I have so many meetings, but like when I'm sitting down to schedule anything, I'm just like, I'm looking at Google calendar and all of a sudden I see, right. I have a project that's due on Friday. Let me finish that. So just any way to constantly, you know, keep it in your mind and, uh, and you know, just, uh, work hard, play hard, find, find the right balance. And, uh, also, you know. Unless you're drowning in work, if a friend says that they want to go out for dinner, make it happen. You can always do a short dinner and just uh, really hang out and enjoy yourself. And, you know, it's just making things happen. It, uh, I don't know, you get into the flow. That was very, like, point on right there. That was, I think that's the best answer did that I... you've given me yet. Did I or did I not say that I have done many interviews before? I'm a natural. Me, 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 me. I know you're a natural, sadly. I know, I know you too well. It's a why real is, problem. Why is that sad? Yeah, exactly. No, I don't think you know me too well. I think you know me just well enough. Aww. How sweet. Are you going to put in like an <laughs> aww sound effect there? I, I can put in I can put in clapping sound effects. I can put in there's there's a lot of sound effects here that I can put in, but I'm not gonna do it because you know what we aren't Family Guy. Hey, Family Guy's great. Family Guy's such a good show. I'm so addicted to Family Guy. Um, I mean, we all know that American Dad is better, but I. That's that's another topic for another time. <laughs> I mean, 
Sure. No, 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 no. American Dad is so much better. American Dad is so much better. You agree with me. I, just because you know I'm right. I know the American Dad theme song better than the Family Guy theme song doesn't mean I think it's better. It doesn't. Mm, yeah, okay. Um. Yeah, sure. It's fine. Everybody knows that you think American Dad is better, and I do, and we're both right. Sure. Um, comment down below what you think, okay? American Dad or Family Guy, it's up to you. Not us. Not anymore. I, we don't get that decision anymore because Toby doesn't deserve it, and I don't either. So. Yeah, okay. Yeah, this really this really is a mental health podcast. Um, you get to see all sides of my depression, anxiety, and stress. <laughs> Same. Uh, uh <laughs> Anyways, do you have I any was questions? crying about five minutes before we started recording, so, you know. Well, I'm glad you got all of your tears out. Now oh, I'm going to... When my editor ed- edits this, I'm going to make sure that they put in the Ariana Grande song. It's like, you know, but... The t- I don't okay. listen to Ariana Grande, but sure. Sure, sure. Okay. Um, do you have any questions? Do you have anything else that's on your mind? Anything else you want to say? Anything else you want to warn people about? No, man, this is your podcast. Uh, I think you should call the shots, but I will say, uh, you know, consider going to school in Boston. Boston's a great school, a great city to go to school in. Boston is a great city to go to school in. Because it is literally a city of colleges. And so there are a lot of awesome things to do. There are a lot of opportunities. And there's a lot of other college students, including some awesome people like me, that everybody wants to spend their time with. Which is why that everybody listening to this podcast or participating in it should go to school in Boston. Sure. Um well, that's great. Do you want to, do you want to, how about you talk about your, uh, your show that you have, your beautiful, beautiful show. It's not, it's not do you want show, me to plug my show? We're, do, we're doing, we're doing like Jimmy Fallon. Show. Like, so Toby came on. Yeah, I yes. have two radio shows. Um, one is my personal show. It's called All You Can Eat. It's all about food at college. So, hey. If you find food important, you should listen to my show because you can see why BU has some really darn good college uh, food. You can listen to that. Uh, I'm also on another show called What Would You Play? They're both on WTBU, the beat of Boston University. Uh, if you're in Boston, you can listen to it at 89.3 FM, 640 AM, BU Cable Channel 6, or you can listen to it anywhere at WTBRadio.org or the WTBU Radio app. Uh, and yeah, you, you check that out if you think that my voice is very soothing and you want to hear my weird music taste. It's actually really good. I'm not going to lie. Like, they're both, like, actually really good. Like, I wake up so early to listen to you. It's ridiculous. I get no sleep because of you. Um, yeah, but you guys should go listen because it's actually so you aren't. And yet you say you aren't obsessed with me. I am not obsessed with you, Okay. Comment down below, is Soli obsessed with me? It's up to you, not, not us. I'm not obsessed with you. Um, but yeah, you should 
I'll definitely have you be one of the person that I talk about relationships with on my podcast because we we have a lot that we can because... talk about. Okay, we, I was yeah. yeah. I feel like I thought you were being sarcastic, but you're serious. Okay. No, no, I'm serious. We have a lot that we could talk about that can maybe benefit a lot of people. Honesty is key. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah okay. okay. That might end up being the lost episode, but okay. No, I'll call it Honesty is Key, all about relationships. There you guys go. Make sure to listen. Toby will be back. I promise you, it will happen. Unless he, Toby unless will he doesn't return. want it to. Toby will return. No, it's, it's just, it's like a, it's, it's like a Marvel movie. Toby will return. Or Toby on Soul Talks. On Soul Talks, that is right. Because I am soul and I talk. There you go. Anyways, thank you guys for listening to my amazing, beautiful podcast. It's all about teen mental health. And if you want to hear more about my college experience, stay tuned because it will definitely be interesting. I'm pro- I hope you need that a I better a- outro. I'm sorry. No, no, no. My outro is amazing. Outro. You, know you need a better outro. No, the whole entire point of this podcast is that we're not, I'm not a person who likes to be so set in stone on you know, like, thanks for listening to my podcast. Stay tuned okay, but you for could, next week's but you, episode. But um, you could do, like, thank you for listening to Soul Talks. I'm Soul and I talk to you next time. See, I'm not you with your weird train YouTube channel. So, you know what? Don't at me. Thanks a lot, you guys. This is why Toby will not be returning. End podcast now.